The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Hey, here we are, the off-season edition of the yes, Players' Lounge. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. We have time for you today. Yes, indeed. It's the crew, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, Barry Church, I'm Newey Scruggs, and boy, things have changed since we last sat here at the Ooh. table to have they converse not? about things. Mm. Dan Quinn. It took two years, longer than I thought, but Mm -hmm. Dan Quinn is now out of here. He is the head coach of the Washington Commanders. Oh, not the Seahawks? No. Didn't we all think it was going to be the Seahawks? Everybody named Mama. Too perfect, huh? Everybody named Mama thought he was going to Seattle. There was a whole bunch of connections that people thought. Mm -hmm. I mean, the people in Washington, my folks were swearing up and down it was going to be Ben Johnson, the, the Lions OC, and didn't happen, so... They had me on the NBC Washington basically trying to calm the natives down because they mad about Dan Quinn up there. <laughs> they salty about Quinn? They are salty about, like, yeah. man, like, man he, we want him. He's retread. I mean, they there's a truckload of fans up there disappointed that they Dan They call it DQ or retread. Was, yes. That's wild. So, are you kidding me? That's wild. So, yeah. Belichick and him are the two coaches <laughs> out there who were actually looking for a job that had been gone to a Super Bowl? Yes. And they mad about that? Yes. Yeah. A franchise that ain't did nothing in, in years. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. And so the other prevailing thought, disappointment out there, is that their new GM, Adam Peters, like you couldn't get who you wanted, and that they said Ben Johnson was asking $15 million, and they didn't want to pay the price. And then the D.C. fan base is saying, well, this guy is basically Ron Rivera. That's Come on, cold. man. That's, That's cold, blood. That is what they, so like I said, I did a, did a little thing for NBC Washington, and it was talking about DQ. And, and one of the things I said is you have to get out of your mind 28-3. That's what you have to get mm-hmm. out of your mind. Because I was there, too, when they brought him in. Right here, I'm like, Come on, man. This is the 28-3 guy. And, and, then, <laughs> and, and then, you know, things went downhill in Atlanta. We saw a totally different person. And where fan bases and people in general can forget, we are never who we are on our worst day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're never that, right? Mm-hmm. This is true. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Take, take it from me. All right, take it from me, man. Ooh. You don't miss a shot, dog. He don't. He, don't. <laughs> he, just, got, he just got that story. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you do in the business. That's just about listening. So, so for DQ and what he's done here, this guy, people, he's predictable. He's this. He's that. Dan Quinn was nothing but good here. That's facts. That's facts. Nothing but good here. So, oh, what about that forty Green Bay put on you in the playoffs? That bad day. Yeah. But it wasn't just DQ. Yeah, you forgot about that. And I said, anybody on that D line making all pro. At the D-tackle spot, if you're going to beat the Cowboys, we can run on them. It's been a problem for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Dan Quinn don't control money. They tried to draft somebody. This dude decided to go on a slim fast. <laughs> That's crazy. And, and I'm like, yeah. you lose Trey Martin. <laughs> you lose Lake Vanderash. I said, man, this defense was Scott's taped together by the That's end. You, you and and he did a really good job. I said, he did a really good job. And I talked about Tyrone Bland. <laughs> I, I Deron Bland. I said, Deron Bland leads the league in picks. Two years ago, before that, you had Diggs lead the league in picks. Anybody want to check what this defense was under Mike Nolan? I'm like, man, folks in D.C., I'm like, you've got a good coach. Yeah. 
and go look at everybody he hired in Atlanta. You see that Atlanta staff? Think you had? That's my thing about the twenty-eight to three thing, where everybody's like, okay, they got an issue with that. The, the coaching staff that was there. Them dudes was out there too. All mm-hmm. right, how we, how we, hey, killing more of this, killing more of that. Yeah. Shanahan was the offensive coordinator out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if mm-hmm. Shanahan was going to Washington, they wouldn't be saying the same thing. But essentially, twenty-eight to three, you looking at your offensive coordinator, say, "Hey, man, all we have to do is hold on. <laughs> all we got to do is hold on." You out here fun- getting strip sack, fumble, you know what I'm saying for touchdowns, all this other type of stuff. So when you look at that game. A, a organization like the Cowboys who hasn't gone to the Super Bowl or NFC Championship in so long, and you over there hating on the dude. Washington ain't done nothing since RG3 none was there. That's it. That's and they it. over here complaining about that. I don't understand. Shanahan lost a 10 point lead to Super Bowl to the 49ers. Yeah, man. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm too, talking so, about. You know, he, got, he got a record. Yeah, I would say this, man. I, I don't think that. When the decision came down, I wasn't surprised. I don't think any of us was surprised. You've been talking about DQ leaving for two years now. So I think the organization has had plenty of runway to make a decision on who is going to succeed him as the defense coordinator. For the commanders, they get a guy that falls in their lap that is a proven commodity in the NFL. So he's – and you hear the way that the, the players talked about him while he was leaving, what Micah said about him, what everybody that's ever been coached about him says about him. And now his staff that he's putting together, Joe Witt is D.C., uh, Cliff Kingsbury now, his, his OC. I mean, things are looking up from in Washington when for so long they had no hope anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, look. I, I, like I said, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't when when he took the job. I was. I really thought he was going to be in Seattle. So, for sure. go, I mean, going to the Commanders, I'm not. I, I'm not really indifferent about it. The one thing that I'm waiting on is where they're going to draft. Because if they get Caleb Williams, I think that's the thing that really makes him in that position even more interesting. Because we know him as a defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. but now he's going to have a top quarterback in his hands, and how is he going to work that? So, just in a football sense. But DQ has got to get his flowers for what he did here. Mm-hmm. All that talk, 28-3, whatever, man, that's, that's, whatever, that's nonsense. They got a really good coach, and I appreciate what he did. Yeah, yeah I'm with y'all on now. I think uh, Washington got an extremely solid hire when you're talking about Dan Quinn. Um, not only the guy on the football field, but what he's able to do in the culture in the locker room. Yeah. You know, what he was able to do here, turning this thing around defensively. And Mike McCarthy has a lot of credit to that as well, but Dan Quinn on the defensive side of the ball had those guys flying. You know, they, they were playing like their hair was on fire. They had run through a brick wall for their coach, and that's what you love to see. So, to me, he's an ultimate players coach, and those guys in Washington, they should open, you know, open their arms to him. So, I think it was an extremely good hire, and you make a great point when you talk about that number two pick that they got right now. Because I believe Washington, they got pieces around. I mean, they're not just a scrub team out there. I think they're one quarterback away from kind of being competitive, not saying that they're going to you know go to the Super Bowl or anything like that, but being competitive, I think they're one quarterback away. They got the pieces offensively, and we know what Dan Quinn could bring to a defense. You got those Bama boys on the inside. You know They need some help in the secondary and on the second level, but that's something I believe Dan Quinn can can fix. We saw yeah. it here. When he came into Dallas, that Nolan defense was, was god-awful. They had, what, I think 11 draft picks that, that year, and they used a lot of them on defense and pretty much restructured that entire defense and turned it all around to where the defense was the strength of this team for almost two years, you know, going into the back half of this year. So, to me, I think it's an extremely good hire for Washington, and uh, we'll see what they do, because if you look at the OC they hired, was it uh, Cliff Kingsbury? Yes. Worked with uh, Caleb Williams over there at at USC. So, they got a connection going there. So, to me, uh, they're going in the right direction, and I don't see why, you know, the Washington fan base is is upset about this. You you finally got your wit, because, you know, he he sent Dan Quinn uh, packing about two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he was gone. Thank you for all you did here. (laughs) 
<laughs> so goddamn the little box, goddamn the little cardboard box. But, but who else you gonna take with him? Oh, Joe Wick, you got Joe Wick gone. So, so take it out. So the interesting part, and you brought up a good point here. Matt. Come on, man. It, it's, it's, take it out with you, too. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. I mean, you're going to get a new DC and come here anyway. He yeah. might have his own guy. Yeah, so, that's true. Th- th- therein lies that next domino effect of who becomes the DC. So interviews started today at 9 o'clock. Mm. Uh, Aiden Dirty, the defensive line coach who DQ worked with in the past, so he's going to be interviewed. Uh, Ron Rivera is supposed to get an interview, former Washington head coach, and then Mike Zimmer, uh, former Vikings head coach, a former defensive coordinator here. These are the people right now that are scheduled that we've heard about. When we got, when Dan Quinn got hired, the conversation we had on the show, I believe it was before you got here, Heckman, was if you bring in a D.C., you need to let him bring in his guys, mm-hmm. the people who understand what it is he wants. Dirty right there on the D-line. Um, then you, you had Joe Witt in the back. You know, these are guys that DQ knew, and the DQ also worked with D-line as well. Um, and then George Edwards and DQ had a really good thing going. You bring in someone else, do you help him bring in his own guys? Because these coaches are all on one-year deals. I mean, to me, Joe Witt played it perfectly. He went up there with DQ. You got more years. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're here. It's on a one-year deal. You don't know. Up there, you, you good? Yeah. He's going to let you call the D the way you want to, and so you're straight. So, But understand, you know, Al Harris can't just go from here to Washington. It's only if you get a promotion. So Witt got a promotion. He could leave. So you just can't – Dirty just can't say, hey. Well, you, you can't D- go lateral. You got to – Right, DQ. Okay. Did, right, okay. They got contracts. Yeah. They got contracts. And so that's going to be very interesting on who they decide to hire. And I'll tell you this, heck, I'm surprised they don't have more of a list ready to go. Well, I mean, I really think a master class should be taught in Jerry Jones' decision not to sign Mike McCarthy to an extension on his coaching deal, to make him coach a one-year deal. That's the one thing that's tying this whole thing up because I think Joe Witt had to make a decision Mm -hmm. based on that. And I think other coaches will make a decision based off of that. If you're on the outside of the Cowboys organization, you know if you come here, you're coming on a one-year deal. And if you have all the variables that come with that, i.e. family, dog, I guess, whatever it is, do you go somewhere for one year and not have the security that you said how Joe Witt positioned himself perfectly for a five-year deal going with DQ? Look, I think it, the, the sensible thing to do is that the, the defensive coordinator is already on your staff. I think you go with the guy that you have in-house, okay? I, I believe, and it's my, fault, it's my endorsement that I'm saying Al Harris should be that guy. Mm-hmm. Because I think he is what you have in Dan Quinn as a player's coach, a guy that's, uh, as far as the players are concerned, going to have your respect off the top. Yeah. And you know that he's a guy that understands defense. So the, the only way to maneuver, and he's a Mike McCarthy guy. As yep. well. So that, that takes the whole equation out of it. You don't have to go with a guy on the outside, and I'm sure they're interviewing all these guys, but that's where my recommendation is. And, and I'm with you on that, to, to promote somebody within house Because now if you bring somebody else from the outside, like you said, they're going to have to bring their own guys. And we, we've been there where guys kind of stayed, and that DC, that new D.C. came in, and the guys that were a part of the old regime kind of had that you know belief in this system, and that guy's bringing my system. Y'all got to teach them this way. You got to teach them that way. And they butt heads. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. They butt heads in the secondary where it's like, no, we want to teach them this way. We want to teach cover three this way. And our guy, Jerome Henderson, was like, no, we want to go this way. This is how this team – I've been with these guys for years. It's that different, yeah. And you butt heads.
is that way, and that and that's how communication errors start, and that's how you get busts in the secondary, busts in the defensive overall. So if you bring in a new guy, they they gonna have to clean house. I mean, they they gonna have to. So I'm with it as far as bringing somebody from within the organization that's already there, already knows these players, already knows how they like to play the defenses and, and all that good stuff. So we'll see how they go. We'll see how the Cowboys. I'm, I'm not on the same page as y'all. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I. Like, I, I believed in Dan Quinn, his ability to call the plays at the right time and then motivate the guys in a certain way. And I, even though you still have the same system, you do not have the Dan Quinn to make that system go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, to me, it's different. You are interviewing guys who, if you're interviewing them, you assume that they understand the situation as well. And you also know that they have their guys who they're probably contacted already saying, hey, man, you got your bags packed and you're ready to go because if I get this job, you're coming with me. This is the situation, all right? We already know what the Mike McCarthy situation is. He has one year left on his deal, but we're going here for X reason, all right? And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it's done. it doesn't. Are you okay? And then these coaches take these interviews. Mm-hmm. If you got a guy who's going to come in understanding that and is able to bring in something new, not trying to do the same thing with a different person on somebody else's scheme, then I would go in that direction. Like, I, I just – I don't – I don't know how confident I am. One, because like you said, at the end of the year, we were sitting there saying, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> right? He still said we've been, we've been having trouble in the run game for years. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to get that figured out even with Dan Quinn here. So I just don't think doing the same thing with a different person is going to equal success in the way that the all-in success that you're saying that you're trying to go get. And let me just – all I'm saying is the time-proof and consistency is not with Al Harris as a play caller and a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, I think yeah. he's a guy that understands how you use your key pieces that you mm-hmm. have right now. A new coach, he's not going to bring in a 3-4 because you don't have the personnel for it. That's a complete overhaul. Like you mm-hmm. just said, playing cover three – Although it's the same, certain guys like to call it different. Mm-hmm. The success that you're having right now with your cornerback room, with Deron Bland, guys like that, Trayvon Diggs, you're having that success because, one, you have a coordinator or a cornerbacks coach that really speaks directly to these guys, these guys' language. Even Michael Parsons, how you use him. And don't forget that. You have a piece in Michael Parsons that you still have to specialize your defense around. Let's not forget that. Any other defensive coordinator, when he comes in here, the first piece he wants to touch. Yeah. It's Michael Parsons. How do you use number 11? I just want to sit down with Al Harris and see how what's his scheme. What's he going to do? Here's the issue so far. You talk about Al Harris. He's not listed Absolutely. on the, the candidate list right now. Maybe he will be, but right now we're talking about something that is isn't possibility. Yeah. Like, why? You know, the, that's interesting. They see, they see, we're seeing something they're not seeing. And that becomes that conversation. You guys all do this when you talk to your, your, your Cowboy fans and they ask you questions. You try to talk to them. I can talk to you in terms of what they're doing or what you want me to think or, or, or I'm thinking. Because just because I think that way, it don't matter the way. It's, it's about what no, they I get think. It. And right. I'm with you. Al Harris, I think, is a pretty doggone good dude. Yeah. But at the same time, man, I, I, I look at the Rams. They just promoted um, Shula, Shula's grandson, to be the D.C., they keep promoting guys, you know, from 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 within what they're doing and, and younger people. When when you start to see Zimmer and Rivera, I start to say, well, are there some gonna be some fresh ideas? Or are we gonna look at some younger people? Are we just gonna keep on finding people who used to do something? The, the Rams won the Super Bowl. Who was the defense coordinator? It was Raheem Morris. And and and, and I'll say this about Raheem. I always thought that. Raheem Morris was a guy who got a job young. It was a tough situation who was sitting here at a spot where he was 
good at, but was more was you know where not where he needed to be. Right. I've always thought yeah. Raheem Morris was a, a head coach mm-hmm. and a guy worthy of a second chance. He finally got it. Right. Um, but Brandon Staley was the defensive coordinator for the Rams before right. that. And sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but you know for, for some for some crazy reason Raheem Morris got lost in this so, vortex yeah. in the mm-hmm. desert. Where normally that doesn't happen to people who are talented and young and good, but yeah. it happened to him. Uh, luckily, he got out of it. Um, but here's McVay, you know, just like he did with the coach of the Bengals. You know, that guy had, you know, he was his OC, even though he was calling the plays. And Zach Taylor ended up going from there. I mean, he had several coaches off McVay's mm-hmm. tree that were younger, were younger people that he gave shots to were able to get out of there. Um, so if you're the Cowboys, at some point in time, do you decide to do that? I don't know. I, I just heard you say fresh ideas and and and. I don't think promoting from inside, trying to keep the same voice, same system is a fresh idea. I, I just I just don't feel that way when you think about, okay, the warts that we had on defense and how you are going to change those warts on defense because we know we're not going to go any further if we are going into another year of not being able to stop the run. We know what pieces we have on the outside with Trayvon Diggs, Deron Bland. We know we have Michael Parsons in there. But as far as you making the correct changes, which we've tried. We drafted defensive linemen. I think Ridgeway, we got mm-hmm. him out of here in a year. Then we now we got Hangers. I remember uh, – I nah, nah. Who's the uh, no, 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 no? Remember uh, Nolan was here. They they got him out of here real quick. Uh, big boy. Oh, you talking about uh, <laughs> Don Terry Pope? <laughs> Don Terry oh, Pope. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Don Terry <laughs> Pope. Let's go to break. Did he make the fifty three? I'm just saying. Yes. When you when you think about Man. it, like how and Dan Quinn wasn't even here then, but you just thinking know. about okay. New new ideas, and the, it went from Don Terry Poe to Dan Quinn coming in. New ideas on defensive line, and we still ain't found a way to get it done. What do you have to do to figure out a way to say, you know what, our defensive line is going to be the strength of our team? But but Danny, I think what, where I'm caught is that I feel like next season you have to raise expectations for your team. They have to be, they have to have some belief in who you bring in. Yeah. Whether I mean, we were talking about the the defensive coordinator from Kansas City and him, you know, coaching the the New York Giants and to where they are right now. I, I just feel like the expectation for these players has to be has to be listened to. Yeah. These and if it's Aiden Dirty, if it's Al Harris. I don't. I just believe your defensive failings, the warts as you called them, was just one thing: the running game. <laughs> they running, and if you can get that stop, if you can find a way to to scheme up to get that stop, I think your defense is leaps and bounds better. Need some linebackers too. All right, mm-hmm. let's get our first break in here, um, right here on the players' lounge. Brought to you by Tostitos, Barry Church, Heckman Harrison, Danny McRae. I'm Newey Scruggs. We also have a Super Bowl to speak about here, mm-hmm. and we, we do need to make our predictions for this game. Um, lots has happened since uh, we last met, as the Cowboys now are looking to fill the DC spot. Who knows who else they have to fill because Joe Witt Jr. is leaving the. Cowboys to go to Washington and join DQ as the defensive coordinator. We'll do it next right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. 
And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. Enjoy excellent dining boutique shopping, exciting events in the Star District in Frisco, featuring dozens of North Texas' best restaurants and shops, plus a calendar full of family-friendly events. There's always something to shop, dine, and do in the Star District. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information. Thank you, Heckma Harrison. You are in the Players' Lounge. The Players of Barry Church and Danny McCray. I'm Nui Scruggs. By the way, Church, congratulations. Saw your man from Toledo. Well, balling, ain't he? Balling out there. Mm-hmm. Zero. He's it's a lot the of first round. It's a lot of candy out there. I was like, man, I could use one of those. I'm telling you, one no good. I could take one. DBU. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm not When I watch so you get so you get one potential first round. DBU. Out of Mac. Out of Mac. We ain't talking about the Mac conference. DBU. Pay pay your dues. All right. Forty two. They probably forty four now, but I think you are right. For sure. You look at them COVID prices. Hey man, let me check my phone. So we get we get the cash. The Rocket Club is going up, man. Going Yesterday's up. price. Huh? Oh, man, you the pride of Toledo now. Hey, Everybody know right you the pride man. of Toledo. Let them know, huh? Come on. You're going to wear the shirt. He ain't wore Toledo shirt in here one day. He better hear a hat, a jacket. Quentin got me. He's going to pay both our dudes. Like, you know I mean? The most Toledo swag has been that time I brought that the, cut uh, out the, the Rocky. Y'all crazy. That's <laughs> from, from my no. kids' I got a couple sweaters. Tony got me two sweaters. Tony got me two We ain't seen them. He got the starter sweaters. I've been in your house. I I ain't seen no uh, Toledo sweaters. I got a flag. You know, I got a flag up. You know, you know, is anything blue? Is anything blue? I got a flag or two. In your room, is anything blue? Is your Toledo jersey up? Oh, my God. Is your degree up? Wow. Degree's up. Degree's up. Degree's up. Degree's up. It's in the office. Degree's up. But I don't know about the jersey. Man, that's crazy. The contrast that you have from this one to this one. This man, This man got TCU, Pembroke. He got all the stuff. And you don't want nothing. We don't know where you went. And I ain't even a Hall of Fame. I ain't even a Hall of Fame. He a Hall of Fame. Yeah, but you a no, That's I'm true. not. I former. mean, you were a trustee. Former trustee. Excuse me. Excuse me. I ain't doing that trustee stuff no more after they did with the lights. We ain't doing that no more. Oh, yeah. Doom, 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 doom. Why do I got to take stuff? <laughs> <out? laughs> they, they got that whole trustee board up out of there after the lights. They was like, hey, <laughs> your services are <Hey>. no <laughs> 
<laughs> Call it Park Bubbles Vlogs. <laughs> Somebody said, who recommended who this? Recommended who recommended this? Who did this? Digital Underground came in after that. Uh, and and uh, uh, They uh, saw Nui Scrubs. They was like, uh, hey, yo, oh, put man. the word Trust out. Trusty Scrubs? Nobody, nobody <laughs> asked, <laughs> put the word out. Now, the when word I was there, was. that didn't happen. Uh-huh. Okay, the homecoming acts were good when I was there. Church, they made him bring his iPad now. Hey, bring your iPad. I need all of it. Bruce Mays is in that Coach want to see you. Don't go back there. Just follow me. Just follow me, brother. The key card don't work. Alumni was hot with you over there. Alumni was hot with me. They know I had nothing to do with it. Me and my boy Abdul had nothing to do with it. Man, Abdul. Then they brought in Lori Morgan last year. Who? That's why country you, artists. I'm not paying my trusty duty. They get it right, huh? Doom, 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 doom. It is what it is. This is about you, man. Please. How am I dying on this cross? Okay? How am I dying on my cross? I give my money. I got two endowed scholarships there. Yeah, there I, you I'm go. doing yeah, my talk, job. Talk your stuff, dog. Hey, yeah, let them know. Yeah, yeah, you let them know. Okay. I'll be there with you, Toledo. I'm there. I'm now, you Toledo. need an endowment to TCU, too. Uh, no. <laughs> Why? Uh, Be your biggest one. Hey, hey man, we, we got three. We, we tapped out. <laughs> I, got, I got children going to college now. I, my funds are going to get the, get the collection plate around. Let me one more time. I got to pay my, my Kansas State funding now. Okay? Oh, so, man. Yeah, I got to the bad rules. <laughs> he tapped out. You find a way to take care. You get your free parades for life. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. I'm, try, I'm trying. I'm, believe me, I'm out there doing what I can. Anyway, back to the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. back to the Cowboys. So, Dak Prescott didn't go to the Pro Bowl. CD Lamb went to the Pro Bowl. Michael Parsons went to the Pro Bowl. Michael Parsons out there playing the Madden game and took a shot at David and Joku. Mm. Talking about, you know, Cleveland is Cleveland. You know, Joku like, whoa, whoa let's, get, let's go back into the Cleveland's Cleveland. Uh, we both sitting here together, right? Mm. Oh, so they was right there. They was right next to each other. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Michael threw a little shot at him. Talking about basically, you know, trying to put down Cleveland. Oh, man, it's just Cleveland. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's disrespectful. You know, you, that's disrespectful. You, you and I both sitting right here. You, Cleveland you, you, had Flacco as their quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. Nobody, yeah. nobody in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Nick Chubb out. I, I would say their season was more successful yeah, than I ours. Would I would. <laughs> he should have just said respectfully. He should have said yeah. respectfully. Their mm. fan base is not mad at them. Again. I can tell you that. <laughs> That's true. Somebody who worked up there, they're not mad at the Browns right now. They're looking at their head coach and they're and they're saying, okay, yeah. That was right. a successful season. Their, their trajectory is going upward. Oh yeah. <laughs> upward. Yeah, they, they they feel good here. Fan base is hot. Yeah. Fan base is hot. People trying to get out the hopium. People are mad. Even Stephen Jones admitted, "Yeah, we got to bring that. We got to get. We got to. We got to win him back." So that's in Jerry's All we do is rebrand the hopium. So put Jer- it in new packages. So Jerry said, <laughs> they're going, "Jerry said they're going on." <laughs> Blue magic. <laughs> we got to get you back. Y'all better quit playing. You know you can come on now. And so Heckma, that he's, he's he's reeling you in. And he said the Senior Bowl, they're going all in. Who who you really in? Heckman? Is that that's, that's what Jerry <laughs> said? No, you said at the beginning of the season, right. next season, okay, that you were not gonna be on the Hopium at the beginning of the season. I didn't say that. He, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, back. He, back. <laughs> he back, man. He back. He back in there, man. I got it. He, he got ain't it. fooling me again. Yeah, got it. Not me. Yeah, I had a couple days to think uh, about it, and I'm not. Hey, look, uh, that's all it took was uh, we all in. How did it happen? Yeah, <laughs> man, he back. Every so, time I got it, they pulled me back. 
Micah Parsons said the Cowboys, he says he, he's glad to hear that they're going to go all in because he said they haven't done it in the last few years, even though he did say that they had what they needed to go to the Super Bowl. But apparently now he's now back. He's to, learning. He's, he's learning. Back to saying, okay, they didn't go all in to get the pieces they need. So, um, boy, we just. Uh, hindsight. Because when Cooks first got here and Stephon Gilmore first got here, people was like, well, the Cowboys do what they usually do. But, oh, wait. We went and got a, a former defensive player of the year. We got Brandon mm-hmm. Cooks, who's thousand yard guy, all over the place. And, and you know, now we don't. Now we didn't go get the guy. We got Hank and you know, like what? What we? What, what, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? You, me, pay, you pay. You pay. three safeties. You guarantee one uh, mm-hmm. salary for the whole. <laughs> you paid two of them. So. So the assumption is you got all the pieces that you needed. It's not, it wasn't Michael or, Proof. <laughs> or is it? Or is it you're not naive enough to think that Tony Pollard could be your running back for an entire season? <laughs> no, I'm just saying maybe maybe that's the all in. Maybe we're gonna get a bona fide running back. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's that's all in. It, that would have made a difference in this season. I mean, it, it's just come on. It's it's just thought. What? Linebacker. Maybe you go get a linebacker that, that is a bona fide true linebacker, yeah. not a tweener. Is yeah, that what you need what to see? Is. I mean, I what, what do you need to see for, for it to be all in for you? What do you need to see from Jerry? What do you need to see? Oh, man, that's, really, I think it's just a sign of making that big splash in free agency to show that you're going all in. <laughs> I don't know specifically which, like who's out there and yeah. who you're going to go get, but you know where you have issues at. You know that your running game wasn't where it needed to be at, and you know that your defensive line in the trenches hasn't been where it needed to be at for the last few years. So if you really want to say you're going to make a big splash, one of those. <laughs> One of those. You you got some running backs out there. I don't even know who we can name. We got running backs out there. I don't know who's on the defensive line, but there are opportunities for you to go out there and say, you know what, this is a difference maker at that position, and we're going to go all in and make sure that we get him on our roster. From a running back perspective, not, I won't name them, but at the same time, you know, get, get in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we <clears throat> saw last year with the one-year franchise deals, there were several running backs on these one-year franchise deals that I suspect their teams are not going to bring them back. They darn sure aren't going to franchise them and pay them 20% yeah. more off the 10 mil from last year. Absolutely so, not. So there will be available free free agents, guys who are going to you know, be free agents. But at the same time, too, you look at Detroit. Detroit went into the draft. People criticized it, but Jamari Gibbs is really good. Absolutely. He's a good mm-hmm. football player. So you can go get a young rookie and have that rookie be an impactful player. So there's there's different ways to 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 make that running back game work. And then we saw they took Gibbs in Detroit and then they went and got Montgomery who the Bears let go. Boy, that tandem was very They got him in, they got Gibbs in the first though, didn't they? Yes. So that's you know that's a, <laughs> when you're trying to decide where like who you gonna get, like it's a difference between the first-round running back, which we've seen, and Ezekiel Elliott, guys like that, and Saquon Barkley, and then the guys that you get later in the draft. I think Pacheco is an outlier, mm. but Pacheco <laughs> is a running – like, he what runs he the ball. To? He runs the ball. Yeah. He's not that – he's not the Christian McCaffrey guy where he's that dynamic. When he gets the ball, it's like, oh, yeah, that dude run hard. But as far as him being as, as diverse and, 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 and adaptable as some of those other guys, I don't think he's the same. But I think that's the difference between the first-round guy and then the guys that are later on in the draft. And, and I think that theory holds up um, with certain players at certain times, but it's not a one-size-fits-all. You get a Deron Bland in the late – I mean, it, as far as that, the talent mm-hmm. disparity as far as rounds is concerned, the Cowboys can't turn down nothing but they collar. It, everything is on the table, and you have to fix certain positions, and the running back room is one of them. When I was talking about setting the expectation for next year, I think this draft – 
not to knock on anybody, but I think it was a disappointment because you didn't oh, yeah. you didn't get guys that hit the ground running. And if you look around the NFL, teams are drafting guys that you could put to work immediately. <laughs> guys ended up being projects or playing 20%, 25%. We didn't need that. We yeah. really was a team built on that number one guy needing to put in, have some some substantial you know, production. Right you see the, the, the picks right there. <laughs> yeah. they, was, they, they were not, not Detroit. They, not they did much. not have a Detroit track draft. I mean, I don't want to break up this pain again, but it's there. <laughs> it's, name Read it. I mean, you got Schoonmaker, you two guys out of Michigan, Mozzie Smith. Uh, come on, man. <laughs> First two picks really had no impact on this entire I'll season. Be putting hands do, do not on draft any more Harbaugh. <laughs> I would have been putting hands on Harbaugh. Oh, Sean. Fajoko, the defensive end, I mean, he never even found the field. Nope. Uh, so, I mean, I think the best thing we got out of it was a kicker from Plano. And he was undrafted. Yeah, he was undrafted. <laughs> he was undrafted. So your third round, Jamari and Overshone, who who looked who had flashes ACL. in camp, but mm-hmm. then he he got hurt there. So you know, one, two, three, and then he said Fahoko, that's four, right? Yeah, the fourth round. So your first four guys, you're like, woof. Awesome Richards, you didn't see him spot duty. He mm-hmm. really, there was no production there. I mean, Tyron came on again. This this is just when that's what I'm talking about about the expectation. Eric Scott. Guys like that, just, again, you didn't get a lot of production. That's what I'm saying. The expectation has to be there, and you have to be hopeful that, look, you got to put a draft together. That young cat that you're talking about in the first, second round, running back, we need that dude. And, and, and go ahead. Well, to me, I think, you know, outside of the splash guys that you can bring in, and this is a hard thing to do, but I feel like the management or upper top should, you know, hold these guys accountable. Instead of hyping them up in the offseason, hey, we love our guys, we love this guy. And I know it's a hard thing to do with contracts and, you know, cap and all that stuff. But hold them accountable. Say, hey, we don't get the job done. We we revamping this whole thing. You know, so so many guys in, in this locker room are they're going out there saying, hey, if we lose, hey, we lose. I'm still I'm still getting this bag. Or I'm still gonna be here regardless. It's, it's a tough thing to do, but you gotta hold these guys accountable. Instead of thinking about bringing all these outside pieces, think about making sure these guys know what their responsibility is going into the game and going into the season. Like if you don't get the job done, you're not guaranteed to come back here next year. And I understand that's a hard thing to do with guaranteed money and cap and all that, but there's got to be some accountability with the guys here. They understand, like it's just not good being you know a first or getting Ooh, in see, the first. That, that brings me back to my, my my point at the beginning of the show. Okay, new voice <laughs> coming here. Hey man, it's a new <coughs> sheriff in town. All right, this and this is how we gonna make this stuff work. I got one year, <laughs> so I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind getting on y'all and letting y'all know that hey, this ain't gonna fly. Well, all right, we Zim- gonna make sure we got our stuff. Yeah. That is the Zimmer type of social media fan base is saying right now. They're putting the clips up of him and Cincinnati and getting after guys and saying that that's what's needed here. I seen the safety so, said that. It was a uh, it's a Harrison. What's the, what's the safety that Harrison they had? Smith. Harrison, Harrison Smith yeah, yeah. was like, yeah, he's a, uh, you know, not everybody's cup of tea, but he enjoyed playing for him because he gets the most out of you. Yeah. But, I mean, you like I said, but, but I'm saying, when that's you, the when you go, when you, they're yeah. they not going to fire you mid-year. You, I mean, you hear, you hear on a one-year thing. You already mm-hmm. know, hey, man, this is it. Okay, so, let's Eric Bieniemy went to Washington. Thank you. He said that, and then what the players do? What the, what the head coach? Yeah, kind of, kind of dog a couple yeah. people. That, <laughs> not, not, no, hold on. See, see, that's the difference. I'm not talking about do get out there and cuss out folks. We said hold accountable. But so Zim, how do you do Zim's that? Do and that in which play. tone do you do that? Right, in? Zim's gonna well, th- he's gonna <laughs> throw out some f bombs out there too. Yeah, so. and, yeah, but I think some players can respect that. I think you still treat them like men. <laughs> you don't go out there and treat them like they not men, right? You got to still got to show them that type of respect. Nobody in Kansas City said that EB didn't sh- didn't treat them like a man. It was just 
it just seemed to me as though homeboy sit up here and no. tell some folks the no. truth, and yeah, he used some colorful language, and people's all now, hurt. Now, see, now, now I, I, I find it a little weird and crazy that you over here defending the Washington Commanders and no, and knowing Eric what they, and, no, no, I'm saying, and knowing, knowing what their players have been through and what they've been looking at and the state of their organization, and expect them to go listen to somebody come in and say, yeah, we're gonna win this year. Oh, yeah, and we're gonna win if you do it like this. This guy's good. Man. I'm saying that's not good. that's not no, the players it. that we got here. So you so you finna co- you finna compare them dudes to these dudes strange. or that organization <laughs> to this organization. What I'm comparing <laughs> is you bringing a truth teller. That's right. Are people ready to accept the truth? Because there's a lot of folks who say, "I want you to tell me the truth," but you know, it had a tr- you must be able to take it, tell it, and live it. If your team and around here. And you just mentioned it, man. There's an entitlement factor. I asked Troy Aikman about that. And he kind of went up to the edge and said, yeah, because he was a media scrum. But he mm-hmm. laughed. And then he gave us his little answer. But there is a there is a problem right now with some of these dudes taking truth. And y'all saying hire somebody within <laughs> to keep lying to them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. To keep calling them. What, what no, are we talking about? So no. you want to change it or you don't want to change it? Which one is it? Oh, that's just same, <laughs> same old thing. So, so you but feel like. I don't know if you can because. It's, oh, if you can't, then you can't. Then don't, I, hire, then don't hire Don't if, hire a guy if, like if, that. If then. I can just go up top. If I can go up top over somebody. I don't know the inner work is all that. I'm, no. just, I'm, I'm telling you from the desk that I'm sitting at right now. Look, I feel you. I, I feel you. And, I, and I'm not saying that these guys are being lied to or whatever. It's three 12 and five seasons, and you got to fix this defense. you got to fix the run game. I think we feel like with – for me, Trayvon Diggs coming back is going to be a big asset to this defense. Mm-hmm. Another year with Micah, even at defensive end, linebacker, we can argue all through the offseason about it, but not today. All right? But defensive line-wise, you're going to have to get some help. Defensive line-wise and linebacker play is essential. This draft is very important. And having somebody that understands the inner workings of this defense is going to be very important. Not somebody that's making them entitled brats. Yeah, that's, it that's, is. Not what I'm, yeah. that's not what I'm calling for. All right, um, let's get our final break. Let's get these Super Bowl predictions here. Kansas City, mm. San Francisco getting down to Super Bowl 58. Um, will you guys be at the slopes watching the uh, I'll be back. action? Okay. Yeah, 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 I ain't going to be I'll, I'll be on. He watching Oh, you still going to. Right, my Sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> Barry Church, <laughs> Heckma Harris, Danny McCrabb, New Respects, Plays, and I was about to be at on DallasCowboys.com radio. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or any time you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at Get Jack Black. 
getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboysvip. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboysvip. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back, back to the back. Players' Lounge. Roses are red, violets are blue. Dallas Cowboy Pro Shops have the best Valentine's gift for you. Hey. <laughs> Head to the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallas.com. A fanatics experience and fall in love with all new tees, hoodies, and more. You might get album of the year. You that. feel me? You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Shout out to Some of y'all might get robbed. Some of y'all don't belong in the category. I oh, Taylor Swift. Hey, she won a, she won, yes, she won she album won of the year. And she, uh, her, her man is in the Super Bowl, so Taylor and uh, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl More Tay -tay. against mm. the uh, San Francisco 49ers, and the 49ers, by the way, Usher halftime show, uh, the 49ers are a one and a half point favorite in this game. I'll go ahead and start. Going overtime. 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 27-24 Mahomes. Mahomes. Chris Jones. Andy Reid. And the Kansas City Chiefs bring it back here to the Hunt family who live in, lives in Dallas. So the original Dallas Texans. Hey. Who named me? Yeah, I, I don't want to be kicking myself again after uh, going against Mahomes and them, you know, for the third or fourth mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why it happened the way it happened, but it just happened all the time. Just like the Patriots. You just be like, nah, there's no reason they should be winning these games. And somehow you watch the team go out there who they're playing against, and they act out of character, stupid penalties, dumb uh, take uh, turnover stuff they haven't done all season. So I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs because I'll be a fool to pick against them. Mm. They're gonna have to, you know. I'm about, that's, oh that's like bet, that's betting with the field, ain't it? Mm. Like betting against George. Why yeah. do you keep betting against? I'm going. Mahomes? I'm going Patrick Mahomes in 30 to 27. No overtime. So you're saying that Shanahan has the the he may do something dumb. His players. Uh, and him too. Twenty eight to three. It could be a possibility. This yeah, yeah. we're gonna find out who who fought it really was. He's done it before. <laughs> yeah. He may do it again. But this year, man, he's been coaching like a man that's possessed with not without making that decision again. I mean, the decisions he's making in season looks like uh, the 49ers should pull it out, but they're not. Mm. Uh, swag surfing. I'm going with. Is that what it is? <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you something. 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 Man, I've seen that. Let me see Let me the just Kelsey say this. Fade. I got I to gotta say this. My daughter graduated from Howard University, and that was not a no, that wasn't it. That, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. They tried. They tried. Valiant effort. But, but heck, man, they gave my man Kelsey the, 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 the tape of fade. Yo, they, he, he getting tapes since 75. Hey, yo, how many times have you gone to the barbershop and seen those those fades numbered? What? One through 30. Black like History Month. Right? Like, yeah. New, York Times, New York Times gave you Black like History Month. I never thought I'd see the day. How many times? One through 30 fades. There's 30 ways to get a fade. The haircut that's taking over the, <laughs> taking over the like, Hold on, man. Have you man. ever been to the urban hey. community? 
Boy, ain't even got waves on top of that thing. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> hey, now if he put waves in that thing, that we did. Man, <laughs> now he gonna do three sixes. That thing gonna be laid. Yeah. <laughs> He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. This is why it helps when you have wave. diversity yeah. in your staffs, so somebody can inform you and tell you this ain't. Yeah, this is probably around. the oldest country. <laughs> look, man, you can ask Alexa. She would have told you. I mean, they, they didn't have to look far for that. They had to have known. There's no way they didn't know. There's no possible way they yeah, didn't it know. It is. It is. Because That's, I just, if you don't have ignorance a, is, a diversity of people to someone to save they, you from your Somebody thought that, you that, that Kelsey was the inventor of the fade. Once again, That's crazy. the New York Times put it out. Right. Laying people off left and right, but this is this is what happens when That's you crazy. do not have people who you can talk to a mm. diverse thought to say, "Nah, you may not want to do that," or "This isn't incorrect." If you don't, man, I I've lived I lived <laughs> no this way. in newsrooms. Right? What, what, what are you gonna do? What? You need to go here, and this is this is a that is ridiculous. Is epic if Kelsey take a commercial, getting the type of fade on, be upset. <laughs> and he talking about Kelsey, Kelsey Fade, man, I'm done. Man. I would be I'm upset. Jack Harlow be his barber. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jack Harlow catch a strike. What's your score here for Kansas City, sir? Uh, I'm going. Let's say it's going to be high score. I'm going to go 34, 24, something or another. Ooh, beat down. All right, Church, what you got? Yeah, give me the Niners, man. Give me the Niners. It's because we all went for Kansas City that you a, did that. You was on your way, bro. 35, 24. Ah, you got your way. Telling y'all, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna let Kelsey go crazy. Right, they ain't man, gonna let it happen. It, it's gonna be interesting here, uh, man. I, I've just seen San Francisco the last two games they've played. <laughs> the other head coaches decided that. to lose these games with these decisions. They act like field goals are a bad thing. Uh, Andy Reid won't do that because he got a good one in Harrison. Detroit Buckley. gave it to him. They, <laughs> so did Baltimore though. Yeah. They ran the ball eight times. Like, what you, yeah. what you doing? No. We'll see. We'll see. Danny, enjoy your ski trip. Yeah, hey, man, y'all be, hey, y'all birthday, it's his birthday trip. Hey, y'all be safe. It's his yes. birthday trip. So I'm going to say his birthday trip, I'll be safe. Shot come, boy. He's going to be you on know. that like D. <laughs> Say, Peter how, Jackson. How you coming down on that like D? Ah! <laughs> How you go like take 20 mil and then be like, it's all good. Hey, they tripping. Well, yeah, yeah, heck, my man. Appreciate you. I'm Louis Scruggs. We'll chat with you after Super Bowl oh, yeah, 58 no, for Chris Bean, Jazz, Big Will, Joshy, everybody part of the show. We appreciate you. Enjoy your week. Mm-hmm. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!